Matt Miazga continues to shine for Redding. Mitrovic pulls Fulham forward despite themselves. And Millwall have a new lion tamer at the den. This is Archie Hello, Bargey. How was match day 13 for you? It was fantastic. And you? It was enjoyable, and I seldom get to say that about Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But thank you, championship! What would we do without you? Tuesday started off Preston versus Leeds. If you recall, I went bold and said 2-1 victory for Preston. I went... Controversial with a 1-1 draw. Final score? 1-1 draw. Oh, RG does it again. You know, it looked like it was going to happen for Preston. Thanks to a 74th minute strike on one of their few good attacks. But just three minutes from time, Arsenal Loney and substitute Eddie Niktia headed in the equalizer. Leeds was the team of this match, but Preston woke up after their goal and gave Leeds a game, but then Leeds got the tie. Still a very big point for Preston. Yes, and you have to just point out that Eddie Niktia was coming off of a hat trick scored for his home team, England, in the under-21s. There you go. He's Way on to go. fire. He's on fire. Talking about on fire, QPR, Reading. If I recall correctly, I thought even though Matt Biazga shined over the weekend for Reading and gave him that late winner, I said that this one was going to go QPR 2-0. You said? QPR 2-1. Final score? 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. Yeah. Ah, but Matt Miazga did everything in this match. For a brief period, it seemed like he was even playing keeper as he stopped two back, two back, balls off the line. Yeah. Matt Miazga, he had everything. He was playing goalkeeper. He was trying to score. He was trying to take free kicks. He was just amazing. Yes, he was amazing. There was plenty of momentum shifts throughout this match. Redding was looking better at the start. Then QPR got the goal. That lit them up. But then Redding pulled level back and forth, back and forth. I think QPR, though, is really going to miss the fact that they only got a point from this and gave up a second goal. So that was QPR. Another game that I want to talk about, Swansea, Brentford. We did not predict this. Swansea nil, Brentford three. Swansea cannot win at home. They only have one point from their last four home games. Brentford were fantastic. Manager Thomas Frank summed it up saying it was close to perfect. Two goals shortly before halftime, then a third soon after the restart gave the suddenly surging bees. The full three points, moving them up the 12th place. Other games on Tuesday, West Brom 2, Barnsley 2. Sheffield Wednesday, Uno, Stoke 0. Birmingham 1, Blackburn 0. Millwall 2, Cardiff 2. That took us to Wednesday. Huddersfield, Middlesbrough. So I predicted that Huddersfield were going to maintain the Cali brother momentum and win the game with a score of 1-0. I also went 1-0 Huddersfield. Final score? Nil-nil draw. Nil-nil. Was that sexy bench football? No, it was not sexy bench football. But I do need to point out that goalkeepers Ryan Schofield for Huddersfield and 
Ainsley Pears. Literally. Ainsley Pears for Burrow. It was their first game for both of them. And they got clean sheets, so meh. There's something, you know, maybe it wasn't sexy bench football because the Galley brothers only brought in two off the bench. This was a hard game to watch, and the less thoughts we have about it, the better. That said, this was more of a disappointment for Burrow because they should have taken that. Don't look now, but the Terriers have not lost since the 22nd of September, over one month without losing. Wow. Another game on Wednesday, Fulham versus Luton. I predicted Fulham would rebound with a 2-1 victory. I said Fulham 3-1. Final score? 3-2 Fulham. Come on, yours. And what I got to say to that is Mitrovic, Mitrovic, Mitrovic. He retakes the golden boot race with his first treble in club football. It was his night. Just like that, he's on top, beating out Ali Watkins as top scorer. If we're being honest here, Fulham was lucky to get away with this one. The same issues keep popping up. Defensive mistakes, predictable centering, and just overall disappointing play. How many times will we have to say this exact same refrain over and over this season? A better team would have taken the points from them, but Mitro, he's a world-class striker. It's hard to say he's not the best in the league. He won that game for Fulham, three points because of him. Luton manager Graham Jones played to the financial disparity between the clubs when he said, first thing we have to accept is they are an exceptional team with an exceptional budget. It is not a level playing field. Bold move, though, by Fulham boss Scott Parker to bench his regular keeper. Rodick didn't have much to do in his new role, but he also didn't have any questionable moments. Fulham got all three points. Yay, I'm happy for you. Another game, talk about Bristol versus Charlton. We did not predict it. Bristol 2, Charlton 1. The reason why I bring this up, Josh Brownhall does a Miazga, gets a 98th minute winner for the 10-man Bristol side against Charlton. First half was forgettable. Second half... There's the thunder. Apologies. Second half, everything came to life. Charlton keeper Dylan Phillips earned his pay making one fine stop after another, but it wasn't to be. Now, the true story here was Famara, who really was just amazing. He came on as a sub in the 54th minute, became a hero when he equalized in the 75th minute for Bristol, and then went went to the showers early when he saw a red card in the 86th minute. That's amazing. I think that's a Famara hat trick right there. Nottingham Forest played Hall 1-2. Derby 1, Wigan nil, And that was match day 13. How were the U.S. players? U.S. players, lots of them just in for 90 minutes. Jeff Cameron, Dwayne Holmes, Anthony Robinson, Eric Lehigh, Tim Ream, Matt Miazga. Matt Miazga just got to point out, in addition to stopping goals, taking kicks. He also got a yellow card for arguing. Amazing. He was all over the place. Um, Unfortunately, so a little bit of sad news is Cameron Carter-Vickers of Stoke played 27 minutes injured. Stoke in their game this week had two players injured within the first 25 minutes. Had to do two of their subs, one of which Cameron Carter-Vickers. We hope he has a quick and speedy recovery, Cameron. And I got to point out, the Vic goes down, Stoke Stoke loses. Yeah, he is their lucky charm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the U.S. players. 
A lot of 90s in there. One of the big stories was on Monday, Millwall hired their new boss, Gary Rowett. Gary Rowett was a former Stoke City manager. Speaking of Stoke, he was sacked in January of this year. Right before Stoke came on down. And uh, prior to that, he was the coach of Derby. Rowett said of his technical plan for Millwall that he wants them to be flexible and that, quote, you can't ask players to do what they can't do. But we feel that to get to where we want to be, we have to take a little bit of a gamble and make some small adjustments and tweaks along the way to see if we can gain just a little bit more control at times, whether that's out of possession or in it. He also said that he wants his team to play with an EPL attitude. Not quite sure what that is. I believe that can also be referred to as a sexy attitude. Sexy bench attitude. He takes over from caretaker manager Adam Barrett, who had three games in charge. And during that time, he got a win, a loss, and a draw. He was even on goals, six led in, six scores. He will remain part of the coaching staff. Welcome to the championship! <laughs> Let's see how he can turn things around at the den for Millwall. Let's find out. This weekend, match day 14th, who do we got first on the plus? Sheffield Wednesday versus Leeds United. Oh, this is a big one. It is a big one. If Sheffield wins this, they move into the second automatic promotion spot. And who do they push down into the playoff zone? Leeds United. Yes. Scottish hero Stephen Fletcher looks good for Wednesday, but this is a Leeds team that I think personally is the best team in the league. Wow. Bold statement there, Bargy. That being said, Sheffield is overperforming. And you know what? I don't think it stops with this one. I'm going bold again. 1-0 to Sheffield. Ah, see, I went conservative. 1-1 draw. Oh, well, always go back to the draw. Who else we got on the plus? ESPN plus. Top of the table, West Bromwich Albion. Always a surprise. Charlton. How do you think this one's going to play out? I think West Brom's going to beat Charlton 1-0. You know, the Baggies are living it up at their deluxe position at the top of the league. Charlton has been very weak of late. I'm thinking 2-0 West Brom. That moves us to Sunday. Oh, Oh. Sunday is a Welsh derby. We've got Swansea versus Cardiff. Oh, the Welsh throwdown. Swans versus the Bluebirds. The loser makes the winner some Welsh rabbit. Ooh, about a breath. Yes. I think that Swansea is going to win 2-1. Swansea has been having some serious troubles at home, as previously mentioned, but they're still the better of these two sides. Cardiff will give them a run out, but I think the Swans get the win. Three, one, two, the Swans get that rare bit going. And then on Monday... We have a Monday game on the blues. Come on, you ours. QPR versus Brentford. This is an exciting game. I think QPR home turf advantage are going to take it. And they're going to win 2-0. This one's difficult for me. QPR sit higher in the table and at times look like a true contender in this league. But then they get sloppy. The Bees are on a fabulous run, taking 10 points from their last five matches, plus 
Ollie Watkins. Yeah, Ollie Watkins is a force to contend with, but there have been some outstanding players of late for QPR. All my thoughts being the case, I think there will be both an early and a late goal in this one. I'm going 2-2 draw. Ooh. I think Naki Wells has been playing really well. I still think QPR, they're going to take it, and I'm going to be delighted. Much to my chagrin, I do have a soft spot for Brentford. I still think QPR is going to take it. And these two teams, they only play a very short distance from one another. This is another, what do they call those? Derby. Yes, it's a local derby. This one's going to be fun. If you don't have access to the Plus, I highly recommend you get it. It's well worth it. Plus, there's one other bit of news. Over the weekend, DC United lost their playoff game in MLS. Yeah, we know what that means. Wayne Rooney. Returning to the championship. Bringing him home. Bringing him home. Come on, Wayne. Darby needs you. Yeah, Darby needs you desperately, Wayne. Go home. Let's get over here. Bring your friends, too. So that's the weekend ahead. I'm looking forward to it. You looking forward to it, RG? Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, continue to listen, subscribe, like us. And if you got any questions or thoughts, send us an email, rgbargypod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Good night, RG. Good night, Bargy. Bargy.